Hi everyone, welcome back to D4Data channel podcast on the topic detecting fake point of interest. And uh, with me, uh, we have Mr. Saeed Rasa. So Saeed has been in this particular industry for quite some time and he is currently pursuing his PhD from Toronto. And he has been studying a lot about uh, detecting fake points of interest in Google Maps and how we can recommend the exact fake-free uh, POEs to uh, the user community. So I'm really glad uh, that Saeed is here in this particular podcast. So welcome, welcome Saeed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I have some quite uh, number of questions today for you. Yeah. And uh, so starting with uh, this particular question. So first of all, uh, when you started this investigation, like what made you understand like, okay, there have been a lot of fake addresses in Google Maps? Yeah, so the thing is that um, uh, I was doing my uh, research papers, uh, in, in fact, survey on uh, security and privacy. And I wrote that one. It's a very huge um, uh, survey paper on uh, privacy and security of uh, IoT devices and using edge computing and also cloud computing. So when I was doing my research on that one and uh, that paper will be coming very soon and it's a very nice and very like it gives you like it's around maybe more than 70 pages so it's like goes to everything because when you go for privacy there is identity privacy there is location privacy there is address privacy so there are different types of privacy and also with security as well so privacy is very very important topic over there so when i was doing that uh, research on that and I found that one that there are many uh, fake listings that are appear on uh, Google Maps uh, rapidly. And the amount of that uh, enormous, so the amount of uh, like having those fake uh, point of interest is enormous. So the thing is that if you see that report, I also that uh, like my this paper, this uh, fake point of interest locations on Google Maps is uh, just published in IEEE uh, 2021 Big Data Conference last month. So that was uh, like my work is already recognized. So that is one thing that is very, very important. So the thing is that when I was doing that one and uh, first I looked at one in uh, 2018. So at that point, they also have millions of fake listings. So in 2021 also, so I go through with a statistical report and that in 2020, Google Maps uh, approximately has 23 million downloads in the United States and ways come next. So the amount of uh, people that using that uh, Google Maps and Waze, and you know that Waze is also bought by Google. So the thing is that almost like uh, 34 million downloads in US and it has like 3 million fake addresses total overall. So the fake addresses are coming up rapidly and um, there is a report also that published and Google admits that one that uh, we remove a lot of them, but still they have a lot of in place as well because the the amount of uh, like the fraudulent data is coming up like very quickly. And also the, uh, the way that Google basically uh, verifies that one is through calling phone or through uh, sending a letter or something like that so they can easily do that one very easily so there is no uh, like very concrete steps that google makes to verify that one 
and these type of uh, uh, like the listings coming up and like for example if you have a uh, office in third floor so you uh, you just put the postal code over there and that will be verified right and you don't have any office on the third floor so these type of things coming up and google also uh, noticed that one and removed some of them and like it's a ongoing process so they are looking for some algorithms that it will be very efficient for that so that efficiently recognize and then then they can basically use that one so my basically uh, uh, working is on the recommendation side but uh, before that when i was working in privacy so when i was giving some tourist or some recommendation or point of interest so first i need to make it sure that the 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 data is fake free so that now i have like fake free data and then we can recommend that one and maybe in in canada it happens maybe in your place it happens that you see different things and when you go over there there is no place over there so these are the things uh, that is coming up and uh, google has already admitted that one there are different forms over there also and different blogs and different even in wall street journal they published the article on that one as well and also uh, the thing is that google also put if you go to google website uh, they also put a form over there that how to report a uh, how to report a fake google listing so they are asking people also to give us the report so these are the things that i confirmed that one that because from their official website also got it got it so so there is a significant proof on like okay there yes. is lot of uh, even fake like addresses, even the company said the company on their own official website admitting that one got it got it okay okay so uh, yeah like i think you address this uh, in a bit like uh, it's basically like why, the, that is what yeah. do you think like why yeah so the thing is that they are not neglecting so why like it, google yeah. not neglecting it Hmm. but the thing is that the amount of data like amount of fake addresses that are coming up on daily basis there are different ways to like hack the system like if you just google that one how to have a fake address on google map you can find many tricks right so there are different tricks like uh, having the one postal code maybe having a uh, maybe having a uh, phone number one phone number for 10 companies things like that so there are different ways and you can google it you can find it and you can apply that one and you can have your point of interest on google map so the amount of thing the amount is too much that the data coverage is too much that is the reason and they are they are doing that one they are doing on it but you know that google is already making lot of money so they are addressing that part but the thing is that that the like if they are 100 million point of interest maybe 4 million is fake so it is reported but the percentage is low as but the number is very high so we need to address that one yes so uh, when when we are talking about uh, other services like google maps so uh, have you have you seen this kind of a behavior in other uh, google maps similar similar kind of services actually yeah so i uh, see that one that in open street map also uh, they have some uh, issues with that like uh, but the but the but the comparison is uh, not very you can say uh, like uh, google has a enormous data 
and OpenStreetMap has a localized kind of a thing. And open, in OpenStreetMap, we usually call it as map vandalism. So the terminology is not fake point of interest. We call it as map vandalism over there. And the OpenStreetMap is kind of a local problem. So they, they can quickly identify that problem and then they can remove that one. So because the data is less, the, the, you can say the parameter of the problem is less. So they, they, I'm, uh, I'm researching on that one also. They said that uh, they removed that fake listing, fake vandalism on map. Uh, the terminology is map, map vandalism. They remove it in like uh, one to two days. But for maybe like 16 or 17 percent of that, they remove it in one week time and they have the team that works on that local area so that the comparison is not like that with the Google. So Google have that like millions of downloads and millions of point of interest and everywhere in the world we use that one. Uh, so it's kind of a similar but uh, it's not the like you can the scale is not uh we cannot compare that google scale with open street map understood understood so uh my next question so when when uh so when you started designing the fake location uh detection method so what mm -hmm. what are the preliminary challenges you faced in that actually uh, so the thing is that first problem is that that I need to get a data that is 100% uh, correct or accurate. So for that one, I need to do a lot of research on that, that from where I can get the data that is that has we used to like, you know, that we call it uh, truth tables. So truth labels on that one. So it's 100% accurate. And uh, while I'm researching on that one, so we have a community like we have like Peel region. So I go, go to a Peel region official website and from where I downloaded a data set that is accurate. So from where I download. So first of all, I, the problem is that from where I can get that uh, data that is 100% accurate. So I downloaded from officially open source website and then I download it's a government website and from there I downloaded that one and it has like around 19 attributes in the data set so I remove some of them I keep around I think 13 of them uh, that is useful in my research and the other thing is that then um, then I need to uh, like populate with fake addresses as well so for that one like how to do that so uh, i have a faker api so i use that one and we combine that data together in that one we have uh, true values and we have false values as well so we combine that data and also the other problem that i will address when you we go through with the um, uh, with with the architecture of our uh, like what i propose the architecture so we need to clean the data as well, because sometimes in the data set, uh, we have missing values, we have duplicate values, the email address may be not formatted or something like that. So the, to clean the data is very, very important. And then I uh, use an algorithm like uh, the MLP, multi-layer perspective algorithm. And other thing is also the data, like you also asked me that question that how you but don't take this kind of a data so 
uh, I use transformer model for that because uh, uh, there is a model available transformer model that I use uh, because we need to have a different kind of a data. Like we have a text data, we have a numeric data as well. So uh, with that one, it's kind of a challenge. So these are the main challenges that I face when I'm doing that work. Got it. So my next question was uh, primary dealing with the data. So when you said about the data, like you mentioned, you have numerical data and uh, textual data, right? Text data also, yes. So these are the different data types we have it. And uh, for that one, we need when we are comparing with our base models. So some of the base models don't have that kind of uh, input data for that. So that in that way, there is a model called transformer model that I use to train that algorithm on that data set. Okay. Okay. Cool. So uh, yeah. So this is the framework which I got it from your paper actually. So. Uh, you briefly describe, described about uh, some of these components. So uh, what exactly comes in the pre-processing state and wh what exactly you are trying to yeah, so, do in that data set? Yeah so, the, yeah, so the thing is that if you look into that one, they have two basic components. One is called the data component, which has three sub-components, and the other part is called the classified component. So the basically the data component is basically takes the POI data as input from the data storage and prepares the data for classification. That is the main purpose of uh, data component that has three subcomponents. And the three components, or we call it data component, has three modules. The first one is called pre-processing modules. And uh, the purpose of pre-processing modules like, is to convert the raw data into a structured format. So the goal uh, is to process and clean the data, detect missing values, handle imbalanced data, detect duplicate records and the whole process transform the data into the format that ready that is ready to be input into the proposed deep neural network based model so that is the like i told you before that we need to clean the data so the purpose of pre-processing module is to um, like if you say in one sentence is to clean the data uh, the second one is very important that is called a data labeling module and um, uh, like I also told you that uh, we already get a uh, Peel region data center from government of Canada, uh, and that is accurate. And these uh, these point of interest are updated regularly, and it's an, under an open data license. And the other thing that we do in the data labeling module that we need to have a fake point of interest. So for that one, I use Faker API. So that is the purpose so that the data has true values and the data also have some fake data labels as well. The third component that you can see pre-processing, data labeling, and the last one that is in data component is called the, is basically third one and last one is data component. And is in that one is an MLP training module that basically prepares the data for training for the classifier model. So that is the main purpose of data component pre-processing. And then we have the data labeling module and the uh, uh, data component module. So then what happened that the data is passed to the classifier component. Now the classifier component takes the label data as input with ground truth labels. And this component is basically consists of a deep neural network and it is used to detect a point of interest as being true or false. And for that one, uh, we are using MLP neural network, multi-layered prescriptron neural network in this module. And also we are uh, in, we are using, we need to fit the model and it also takes an input, the test part that is basically used to 
evaluate the model. So that is basically the purpose. So if you see that one, we have data component here and we have classifier component. So at the end, uh, we also use the test data to evaluate it. So at the end, we get the labels as fake or real. So we can justify that one that in testing data, we have that one and our uh, training data set is also doing predicting the same thing. So the algorithm is working very good. Okay, so so ideally it's it's more kind of like a binary classification problem uh, in the end. Yes, it's kind of a yes, yes. Okay, yes. which takes both the input from text as well yes. as numeric. Okay. Yes, 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 that's okay, correct. Got it. So yeah, so uh, model details anyway you have mentioned. So, uh, so uh, on the output side, like we will get whether it is real or fake comparing with the yes so we yeah. yes we need to check that one whether we get the uh, uh, and also see that one whether this this is actually a fake one and it is uh, it is predicted as fake whether it's a real one it is predicted as real so if you see that one there is one uh, one uh, terminology call it two 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 positive two negative 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 and two negative so this kind of a thing i did that okay okay got it okay so uh, looking at the performance, like you said, you have be benchmarked with uh, some great models and what were your observations? Yes, uh, we took uh, four parameters for uh, for checking our model, like for accuracy, recall, Persian and F1 score. And uh, we compare and we uh, named that model as FDM, fake detection model. And we compared that one with many baseline models like bird uncase case funnel transformer transformer bart robert a knife piece spm linear kernel lda so you name it so we compared with many uh, baseline models and uh, while comparing that one that uh, our accuracy is 94 uh, percent so none of that um, uh, algorithm like baseline models have this kind of uh, accuracy uh, recall is also 97%, Persian is also 94%, and F1 score is 95%. So we compared that one with all these baseline models, and our model uh, accuracy, recall, Persian is all around 94, 95. And uh, the other models, uh, like I also compared that one with other, like the best model. So uh, for example, for Persian, it is 11% more than other any other Persian that is calculated by any other process, uh, baseline model. Same thing with accuracy. So it's not that that overall it is best. It is also when we are comparing with other best, like for Persian, which model has the best Persian? For example, uh, for this one, uh, the best Persian uh, for best accuracy, you can say is uh, basically uh, comes out to be 83%. That is naive base and R comes at 94%. Recall is also the maximum that recall comes up is 82% and R is 97%. So same thing with individually also, uh, it is performing very well. Got it, got it, cool. So uh, yeah, so what are the future scope for this particular project? Like how you're gonna improve uh, when it comes to, uh, like whether you'll be trying out new models or you'll be having a lot of new data, what, what, what will be the future scope? Yes, so the so the main uh like the thing is that it's just a first uh, work that i did on the fake I, I have other papers as well but this one is i'm looking into the fake and uh, point of interest locations and uh my interest developed in that one very much so 
the uh, the thing is that now because this data set that i work is a small data set is not a very huge data set so my future scope is that now i'm working i'm uh, started working on yelp data set so yelp data set is a very big data set so now i'm going to apply um, uh, apply uh, like i need to uh, i'm going to fake free the yelp data set so i'm going to do that one and also i'm going to have some expand our model to other deep neural networks or towards an ensemble approach where we can mix some models together and come up with some uh, best approach so because when we are applying you know that when we apply uh, some um, uh, some algorithms or some design or model on small data set you can may get good results but if that same model we apply on a bigger data set then we have some problems right so maybe it cannot do the efficiency or accuracy is good but precision is go low so things like that so for that one uh, i'm going to uh, uh, i'm working on it and hopefully like uh, my target is uh, to do it in one month so i'm still working because a lot of holidays and you know uh, so the thing is that now i'm working on it and uh, hopefully we'll do that one in 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 this month maybe yeah, in january or february yeah that's 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 really cool to know so yeah so thanks a lot for yeah. sharing this uh, information about this particular problem it it, no it problem. seems pretty interesting and uh, yeah so uh, yeah really looking forward to see your other contributions towards the open source community and once again thanking you for joining this particular podcast mr said and thanks a lot for sharing all thank the details you. about your research project so yeah thank yep, you yep. thank you thank you so much for inviting me thank you so much sure.